Broadcasting to millions from WebmasterRadio.fm's world headquarters. WebmasterRadio.fm proudly presents the longest-running program on affiliate marketing. Welcome to Affiliate Buzz. Our hosts, James and Arlene Martell, are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Now, please welcome James and Arlene. Yes, this is James Martell here, and welcome to edition number 508 of the Affiliate Buzz, where we've been keeping affiliates inspired, informed, and motivated to succeed with affiliate programs since way back in 2003. If you're joining us live here today at webmasterradio.fm, it's great to have you with us. If you happen to be joining us through a podcast on our website, a podcast directory such as iTunes, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, or Spreaker, or maybe on the new Google app, or on our brand new YouTube channel, a very special welcome to you as well. Arlene is away today, however, not to worry, I've got a great topic to discuss, and it's just going to be you and I, which is the six steps you must follow to select a profitable affiliate marketing niche. I know this is a a challenge, and one I've been through countless times over the last 20 years, going right back to uh, 1999 when I actually didn't select my first uh, profitable niche. I selected and I was actually handed it by a buddy of mine who had already proven it to be successful. So I had a bit of a leg up there. But then over the years, of course, we've had to uh, go through this process many, many, many times, not only for ourselves, but for students in our trainings and uh, for our coaching students and when we build a pre-built site for an affiliate marketer. So this is something that... Uh, We do very often. So if you find yourself in a position, especially if you're just getting started, where you might be thinking that I'm not clear on what topic is right for me or how to even go about figuring it out or how to make sure that it's going to be profitable and that you're not jumping into a market that's too overcrowded, where where you're just going to deal with too much competition, there's too much, too many people in the space already, or you're worried about wasting time because, of course, if we do jump into a topic that's not profitable or the competition is just too heavy, you're going to probably have to start over. And if you're wondering, you know, I really have to make this work. I want to succeed. If I'm ever going to quit my job, do the travel that you've been dreaming about, you know, get your time back. Uh, You're probably well aware that you need to get this right. So I think it's a great topic. And I know a lot who are getting started in the business, and even those that have been around, when it comes to choosing a profitable topic or a profitable niche, it can spark some anxiety because it is one of those things that we got to get this right. So if that strikes a nerve, I think you're going to find that – you are in exactly the right place. I want to talk uh, all about that today. I've got six steps, as I mentioned, that we cover off when we're looking to uh, to find that topic, that, that topic that's right for us. Now, one of the things that I've also noticed when those who are getting started, uh, and it's probably because they don't have a, a path to, to, to go on, is they don't really spend a lot of time determining which topic and which niche they want to jump into 
because uh, it's got to be just because they just don't have the experience in doing it. So I, I can I can understand that. So that's one of the reasons I want to go through the process. And it typically takes to, to select a good topic probably in the area of around 10 hours. So it's not something you're going to do in a half an hour or 60 minutes or even a couple hours. And in fact, after 8 or 10 hours, you might come to the realization that uh, one of two things, once you've done the research that we're going to talk about how to do today, you're going to realize either one, you've got a winning topic and then you can rest comfortably and reasonably assured because there's never guarantees, but you got a pretty good research base under you now and you can see what everybody else is doing. You've, you see some areas in the keywords, you've selected your traffic sources and you've, you've kind of started to mold what you're, where you're going with this topic and you can see, yeah, you know, this is the good when side, all the right? indicators okay, are green. So I spread or you don't have a winner and you need to go back to the drawing board and select another one and go through the process because of course there's no point in jumping in to a topic that you see that uh, again is too competitive too overcrowded probably not going to be profitable and it's just you know it's going to be a waste of your time might be a little hobby for you maybe have some fun with it but it's just generally not going to be uh, a, uh, a profitable venture for you so what I want to talk about is these six points, and I've trained these in my training manuals, in my boot camps, uh, at workshops at Commission Junction, at Digital River Lab, at Affiliate Summer, numbers of times. And they're basically six steps. Number one, and we're going to go through these in detail after the break, but let me give you a kind of a flavor. Number one is to brainstorm niche ideas. We're going to talk about how to do that. Number two is to evaluate the products and services. Three is to evaluate the merchants. Four is uh, taking a look at traffic sources, where you're going to find those eager to buy visitors. Number five is evaluating the competition. And then number six is keyword research. And interestingly enough, on the keyword research side of it, that's usually where people start is they come to me with a list of keywords and say, what do I do with these? And there's really nothing we could do with them at that point. We need to actually, that's really the last step is to then go do the keyword research to see how competitive it, competitive it is based on if you want to use Google as one of your traffic sources. If you don't, well, then we're not really going to need to worry too much about keys, keywords if you're going to maybe look to Instagram and Facebook for your traffic. So let's do this. I can see we are already up against a quick break. When we return, uh, we're going to dig into all six. We'll get started with uh, brainstorming niche ideas, and then we'll get into the other, uh, the other ones right after that. And we'll do that and more right after the break. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. 
Let webmasterradio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. Webmasterradio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. More refreshing talk radio on air and on demand 24-7. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz on webmasterradio.fm. Here's James and Arlene. Arlene is away today, so it's just you and I, and we're talking about the six steps you must follow to select a profitable affiliate marketing niche. And number one, as we talked about before the break, is brainstorming the niche ideas. So I like to have fun with this stuff, and I like to put the anxiety aside. I guess I can do that now because I've been doing this since the beginning of time. Uh, but I would encourage you to do the same. Let's have fun with this. Let's uh, let's find a profitable niche for you and not sweat it. We have enough uh, tools and techniques in place, I'm going to talk about those today, that um, you should be able to basically wrestle this challenge under control and, uh, and get, get what you need known so that you can choose that profitable topic. So again, of course, we want to avoid selecting a topic that's too broad or overcrowded. We want to we skip the big mistake that's made by affiliates uh, right up front, which is selecting a topic that's too broad, way too broad usually. They'll come to me and they'll say, I'm going to start a health site. Okay explain that or I'm going to start a golf site or I'm going to start let me think of another one a pet site or a fitness site and those are all those are all what I would call very very general topics and when it comes to brainstorming niche ideas we want to make sure that we become a specialist we're not a generalist we're a specialist so if we're going to start for example a health site we want to drill down into health because, of course, health is a very, very large topic, probably a million times bigger than we even think it is, and it's just too vague. So a, an idea or an example of a niche within maybe the health realm would be maybe an allergy care site or a somebody that specializes in talking about sleeping aids or diabetes care or maybe a vegan site. Maybe you're, you've got a passion for uh, the whole realm of being a vegan, and maybe that's a topic that's uh, of interest to you. So one of, the, one of the things that I like to do is brainstorm the niche topic ideas, and I don't really settle into anything at this point, even to begin to go to step two. I want to come up with a good handful of potential niche ideas. So I look at you know, what's going on in the marketplace right now? I just noticed uh, that Apple just cracked $1 trillion uh, in market value, the first company ever in history. So we know there's a trend there. But I also happen to know as an affiliate uh, running a, uh, a, a, a website that's based around technology, which pays a very low commission and is highly competitive somewhere I don't want to go. But we want to look at the trends. I would suggest you take some time and write down all of your interests 
new and old. Maybe you've lost some interests in, in the past and maybe you want to rekindle those. I would suggest looking at your hobbies and write all of this down. What's your existing expertise? Do you have a, a particular area that you're a specialist in already? Maybe you want to look at that. Don't discount anything at this point. Pour it onto the page. Come up with at least six, maybe 10 or 20 different ideas for coming up with a, a, a profitable niche. And of course, we're going to go through the steps on how to determine that. But right now, we're just trying to get some things out on paper. Maybe do some Google searches around once you've got some things written down. Uh, just kind of brainstorm it onto the paper, make zero decisions at this point. Just keep in mind you want to be a specialist, not a generalist. You want to really dig deep. You're not building a golf set. If, think about just just as an example. If Just think about the world of golf. You've got golf courses. You've got, you've got golf vacations. You've got golf uh, equipment and you could probably say that another 40 50 times the whole area of golf is massive so if you were going to pick a niche within that industry it might be how to learn how to be a better putter that would be a topic that would be a great little not i'm not saying a great little that's an example because i don't know we haven't done the research but that's an example of taking something that's very very general golf and niching it right down to a little becoming a specialist and teaching people how to putt better, the tools, everything that they need in order to do that. Okay, so that's number one, brainstorm niche ideas. Number two is once we have that, we want to take that list and maybe narrow it down a little bit. Get it down to like three or four because you're going to be saying, okay, you're going to get some aha moments. You're going to say, hey, I like that topic. We're not choosing it. We're just going to do some research to see if it's worthwhile to, to further uh, research and uh, see if it is going to be a, a topic for you. So number two, and part of the process is to then head out and look for products and services that match up with the topic ideas that you've uncovered. And you can look to share a sale. If you've got a share a sale account, you can have a look at the share a sale top 100 power rank. And it'll tell you the top 100, basically, um, top 100 best sellers within the share of sale system and tell you which who are the best merchants. But you want to look at it on a product level because a lot of these merchants will have thousands of products and maybe 80% of them don't sell so well, but then they've got this little niche area that's really good. So, so start to do some searches. If you don't have a share of sale account or a commission junction account, use Google because all of those merchants that are listed in share of sale and commission junction are also, of course, indexed by Google. And you could take your topic idea, for example, if you wanted to create a, a sleeping aid website or a diabetes care website, as an example, in the health area, you would just head over to a Google and you do a Google search for allergy care affiliate program sleeping aids affiliate program and all the websites all the companies out there that have affiliate program in that particular niche will start to pop up and you can then begin to have a look at them and make a list of it what, what i actually do and we even in my original book the affiliate marketers handbook way back in 2002 what i told everybody to do is go get a set of file folders and for each one of your niches pour the data print it i, used, I even taught you know get a Get a three-hole punch, get a binder, get some file folders, 
get some printer paper, make sure you got some ink, and then print this and put them, each one of those, in their own file. So if you've got one for vegan, allergies, sleep aids, diabetes care, you, you put them all in their little file folders. Of course, maybe you're more of a digital person, you put it all into maybe Google Drive, into the Google Docs area, however you want to organize it, but put it into buckets. So once you have that, then you can have a really good look at it. So you can also keep in mind that there's always ClickBank and there's the categories in the ClickBank marketplace and you can filter out the products that are not selling. So you don't have to worry about uh, selecting a merchant that's not doing too well because that information is very transparent right in the interface. Same with the share of sales system. So you want to kind of basically evaluate those products and then you've probably heard me a lot over the years talk about the importance and the advantages of talking to the affiliate managers about a particular program. So once you start to kind of narrow down potential merchants and potential products, you may want to get on the phone and give these affiliate managers a call. I know sometimes they're hard to get a hold of. That's a granted. Uh, but if you can get them on the phone, that's always a good idea because they've got access to data and stuff that uh, we don't. So number one is brainstorm your niche ideas. Number two is evaluate products and services. And then number three is once you kind of get a feel for the merchants that you've got on your list, and keep in mind for each one of your topic niches or your, your niches, you're probably going to have four or five different merchants that you're looking at. Then what I like to do is check out their website and really kind of go through what they've got on the go there. If, do they have testimonials? I look at their sales pages. So when you when one of your visitors clicks on the affiliate link, where are they sent? What's the sales page look like? What's the shopping cart look like? Is it well organized? Is it nice and neat and clean? Um, what about telephone orders? Do they have a phone number, big phone number right up in the header that says, give us a call, place your order over the phone? And if so, how do you get compensated for telephone orders or don't you maybe they're only going to pay you on orders that come through the shopping cart so you want to really go in and have a good look at that just check them out look at their sales pages look at their shopping cart look at their testimonials have a good look around maybe print their affiliate program page so you see how much of course you want to know how much you're going to get paid print that page into the file folder all right, so, so far we've kind of, uh, we've brainstormed some niche ideas, we've evaluated some products and services, we've done some Google searches in that area, we've checked out Share of Sale, maybe Commission Junction, ClickBank, maybe some of the other networks, goodness knows there's no shortage of them now. And um, we've done some Google searches and uh, we've got some reasonable ideas on the products and services. We've then gone and, and, and evaluated the merchants, had a good look at them, see how they're doing. Then number four, okay, so we're kind of narrowing it down a little bit. We're still not making any final decisions. Where are we going to get the traffic? This is the big question. Where is the traffic going to come from? Is it going to be Google? Are we going to be looking to Google and need to get into some extensive keyword research? Is it going to be Facebook? And you can look through Facebook's actually their search engine now is it's now it's no Google. It's not nearly at that level, but it's much better than it used to be. So I'd go in and look around some of the groups 
on your topic, see how active they are, see how many people are interested in them, maybe join a couple of them once you start to narrow down just to have a little peek, see what kind of questions are being asked, seeing what they're talking about. Instagram is another interesting one that we're starting to see some sales from, and I'm, I'm an absolute Instagram newbie i can barely spell the word so i'm not going to coach you on it but you could do some research on instagram and see what's going on and how you would even do that honestly at this point i don't know i would do some google searches to see how do i how do i use instagram to research topics or how do i you know just i don't even know the keywords off my head but i would dig in and i'd figure it out I go into uh, into YouTube. I look around for the topic ideas, what we're working on, see what type of videos people are creating, what are they doing in the space, have a really good look at that, and then of course influencers. I'm a big fan of building traffic by guest blogging, and more so by being an expert guest on somebody else's podcast. So if you have a topic that you're looking at, and don't let that sound like a scary thing, that's easy to get through that part of it. But if you're starting to see some topic ideas and you're saying, you know what, there is a lot of talk about diabetes care in the world these days. And I see there's lots going on in that area and there's tons of sites out there. Go check to see how many podcasters are out there. And take a look at the podcasters and see if there's potentially, which I would say yes to, guesting opportunities for you to be interviewed on those shows because it's an absolutely crazy fast way to build your reputation, to build an audience because you're talking to somebody's pre-existing audience and you're going to give them an offer to go over to your website and get your little opt-in offer. And then, of course, the podcasters, once they publish the show to their website with the audio and the show notes, they will always link back to your site. So you also get the backlink and the SEO power. So I'm a big fan of that. But go out and evaluate the traffic sources. Now, I know that's easier said than done. And when it comes to uh, Google especially, there's some keyword research to be done. So what I'd like to do is take a real quick break. And then when we get back, we're going to get into number five and number six which is uh, evaluating the competition with keyword tools. And then number six is doing the actual keyword research. And I'll give you some real tips on how to best go about that. We'll do that and more right after a quick break. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. Through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. 
TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. All of your favorite WebmasterRadio.fm programs on air and on demand 24-7. Find our shows on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and anywhere you download your podcasts. Add some podcasts to your playlist as part of a better profit margin. More refreshing talk radio on air and on demand 24-7. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's James and Arlene. Arlene is away today. However, we're talking about the six steps you must follow to select a profitable affiliate marketing niche. Uh, number one, brainstorm niche ideas. Two, evaluating the products or services. Three, evaluating the merchants. Four is evaluating the traffic sources to see what other people are doing. So have a good look around Google, Facebook. I would suggest Instagram. Go have a look at YouTube and check out what the podcasters, uh, of course, are doing as well. Of course, you use Google to do that. And uh, you'll probably see those coming up in the results. But have a, a good look at what bloggers and podcasters are doing. And then number five is then you want to evaluate the competition using and this is primarily for google where you want to use some keyword tools to check out how competitive things are in your market niche and if you have a look at uh, maybe a keyword tool such as if you don't have one currently you can start off with a free one and maybe use jaxy.com which is basically j-a-a-x-y.com and you can sign up for free. You get 30 good solid search. Uh, you can do 30 good solid searches. It's going to give you some good data. And it's going to let you know how many people uh, are searching on those particular keyword phrases. I like to look for 1,000 or more. And uh, page authority, which we'll talk about that in a moment. But, but, but basically, in number five is we want to do some evaluation of that com competition. And you'll do that in Google, and we'll use that. We'll do that using uh, keyword tools, which we'll talk about in a moment. But you want to go into Facebook as well, and have a good look around Facebook. You can also, of course, search for Facebook groups using Google, and the ones that are out there that are not private. You'll be able to pick some of those up. But you can also use the onboard search with Facebook to go see what others are doing, and then, of course, Instagram. We talked a little bit about. And then probably my favorite or definitely one of my most favorite sites on the web is YouTube. Go see what your competitors are doing in those market niches in YouTube. And don't look at it from a, a scary point that's like, wow, there's too much competition here. Uh, look at it at, first off through the eyes of, hey, look at the people, look what they're doing here and how good a job are they doing. Look at it from evaluating them as competitors. Not so because you don't really know some of their traffic, but you can see how many people are looking at their videos. You can see how popular things are. 
I know I was building out a website recently. We're just about to launch it for a local tile manufacturer on a sidebar note here. And we're looking at uh, videos from their competitors. And one of their competitors creates these very simple little how-to videos which is all around tiles. So tiling a you know, kitchen bath splash, tiling the shower, tiles on the floor, tiles on the wall, how to cut tiles, how to do this, how to do that. And they've got hundreds of these little videos. And some of these videos have millions and millions of views, which was quite stunning to me. We would never have known that if we hadn't gone in and looked, which shows to me there's a massive market there and we can always figure out a way to get into that space in YouTube by creating some similar content or maybe even a little bit better content than the competitors are doing. And what it's proven to us right up front that it's worthwhile to spend some time there because look at all this, look at all this traffic volume, look at all these people looking and, and watching these particular videos. So number five is go out and evaluate the competition. Use your, of course, use your head. There's a lot of tools that you can't use for this stuff. There is no tools for some of it. It's just good old common sense and, you know, a little bit of detective work and dig in and see what's going on. So then, and lastly, number six is, and this, this is really important if you're if you're heading towards Google for some of your traffic, and I do know a lot of affiliates these days that don't look to Google at all, pure Facebook, pure Instagram, or a combination of both, or pure YouTube. But number one, or sorry, number six is keyword research. And again, we would use jaxy.com, J-A-A-X-Y.com. And what we're looking for, just in the same way we're looking for, uh, when we're looking for a niche, we're not looking to be a generalist we're looking to be a specialist and people do a lot more long tail searches these days than they ever did so for example more general phrase would be mattresses maybe somebody's looking to buy a mattress and but people don't go type in the word mattresses generally kind of vague where they might type in something more specific like hypoallergenic memory foam mattress, four words, or maybe they're looking for that equivalent with a topper. Mem you know, hyper, hyper, there's a big tongue twister, hypoallergenic, there you go, memory foam mattress topper, and or maybe a Euro pillow top king mattress. So these are all keywords that I pulled out of the tool, and I made a long list of them. Great little topic would be a certain type of mattress, not mattresses in general, because again, that's way too broad, but narrowing it down into something very niche. So once I came up with that little list and I used Jaxi to do it, then I went over to Google and I started typing in those phrases, hypoallergenic memory foam mattress topper. And lo and behold, guess who comes up on the first page? all of the big brands. In fact, I'm, I'm going to actually do a quick search here right now. I'll type that phrase in here, and who's in the number one position is Amazon. Number two, Bed Bath & Beyond. Number three, Kohl's. Number four, Overstock. Number five, JCPenney. Number uh, seven or six is Target. You see a trend here? So these are all the large big brands and I don't want to compete against them this topic is falling apart right here so and this is important to know and this is this is not all the time by any stretch but I wanted to find one that was a good example because at a glance these look like pretty long tail nice long tail keywords until you start searching them and then you realize oh, oh the big brands are here I'm not going to try to compete with them 
All right, so what I am looking for, though, so if I'm, if I'm only seeing large corporate big brand websites, I keep researching. And what I want to do is find areas where that's not happening. And there's still tons of them. Don't worry. There's still tons of them. So you go out and you have a good look. And then once you start to find the keyword phrases that you are seeing the smaller bloggers and the smaller type websites in the top 10, then what I want to do is make sure that those keywords are being searched a minimum of a thousand times. And then back into Jaxi, they give you page authority. There's a page of authority figure. And I'm looking for page authorities of my competitors because I'm searching my competitors, having a good look at them. And I'm checking out their page authority as well. Uh, and I'm or sorry, in the keyword research, I'm looking at the keywords, which is basically giving us a page authority of competition. And I'm looking for less than 30 out of 100. So just maybe write that down. That'll make more sense to you when you're in there, which means there's not that much competition around that keyword. It's worth going after. You can easily you can easily compete for that. As you're going through this process, you're also going to start to see a bunch of other keywords. As you know, when you do a Google search, you will uh, start as you type in the keywords. You start to see the other keyword phrases that are recommendations recommendations by Google. I usually will jot those down as well. So as you can see, to choose a profitable niche, there's some work to be done. Uh, just a quick recap was number one was brainstorming those niche topics or niche ideas. And then going out in number two and having a good look at the products and the services. Three was evaluating the merchants. Go take a peek at their shopping cart and just who they are and how well they're doing. Number four is evaluating the traffic sources. Number five is evaluating the competition. And then number six is digging in to, if you're heading the Google route as one of your traffic sources, because you'll be using some others, I'm, I assume, uh, then you want to use the Google tools and, or some keyword tools to uh, be able to properly evaluate that. All right, so there you have it, the six steps for selecting a profitable affiliate marketing niche. I hope you found that helpful. I know it's a little technical, a little more technical than we get into usually on the buzz, but I wanted to give you a flavor for it at the very least. And uh, if you want to go through this again, maybe you happen to be out driving in your car and take some notes, um, by all means, uh, I think you'll be able to, especially after listening to this maybe a couple more times, it'll, it'll make even more sense to you. And I know we covered it quickly, but I wanted to just share that with you because I think uh, just knowing the fact that there's some work to be done in choosing your topic should settle everybody down a little bit. Put the anxiety aside. Have some fun with it. Get better at doing this. Learn how to do it. Dig in. And a lot more of this will be uh, become clear. If you need some help in this area and you want to leg up, you can always reach out to me. I do have a coaching program. We do have a pre-built site program where we take care of all of this initial get you set up properly uh, in advance. So then you can just focus on the marketing. You can always reach out to uh, the help desk and uh, talk to Arlene. She'll arrange a call with me. Love to talk to you. So there we have it. Uh, you can see we are actually over time. Uh, do keep in mind we do take all the show notes for you, including links to everything we discussed here today. And you'll find them for this particular episode at jamesmartell.com forward slash AB508. 
And if you haven't done so already, I'd like to invite you to subscribe and join thousands of other listeners by subscribing to the Affiliate Buzz to receive the insight from some of the top marketers, influencers, and thought leaders in the space. And the final reminder that if you haven't subscribed already, you can do it very simply by just opening up your email program and sending a real quick blank email to affiliate underscore buzz at aweber.com. It's affiliate underscore buzz at aweber.com. And by doing so, you'll get a complimentary copy, I think right now, of my affiliate marketing answer book. So you can do that uh, by, again, sending a blank email to affiliate underscore buzz at aweber.com. And do check out our brand new YouTube channel. And you can get there quickly by simply going to jamesmartell.com forward slash YouTube, and it'll drop you right on the channel. I think you'll be really impressed with what you have to see there. I'm pretty proud of it. It's looking great. So thanks again for joining me, and uh, we'll catch you on the next edition of the Affiliate Buzz. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.